hundreds of thousands hold their breath on Merseyside. It's Xabi Alonso for three, three is saved, and Alonso follows it in! It's wonderful! It's marvellous! It's 3-3 in the European Cup final! This is the Red Agenda, the Athletics Weekly Podcast, looking at Liverpool Football Club. Every week, myself, Steve Hothersall, joined by James Pearce, uh, Simon Hughes, as we discuss the big issues. And this week, we have uh, John Coleman, the uh, Aki Stanley manager in the studio as well. Welcome along, gents. We all OK? Yeah, good. Very good. Merry Thanks, Christmas. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and as we reach the end of 2019, we thought it would be a great idea to do our uh, Liverpool team of the decade. So the first thing that springs to mind is everyone could say, or just put the current team in. But we've got to create 25 minutes of conversation. <laughs> so uh, let's dig a little bit deeper into things. Uh, John will have his own thoughts. We'll get to him in just a second. And of course, for you guys, you've covered probably, what, every match of the last 10 decades? Well, the last J- decade? James has been at more yeah. than me, but yeah, so he's probably... Let's put it on James's toe, shall we, at the start? Sh- should we go through <laughs> position by position, yeah. shall we, gents? Yeah. Yeah, should we start yeah. with the, the goalkeeper's gloves? Yeah, Is there only one man to give I, it to? Yeah, I don't think there can be too much debate over that one. Yeah. I think... Um, Simon Mignolet. I was going to give it to Bogdan. Yeah. The, um, no, Alison Becker has been an absolute revelation, hasn't mm. he? I think... Um, I remember... Klopp described him as a game changer in terms of signing someone of that calibre. Um, and the biggest compliment you could pay him is he's lived up to the price tag to the point where no one even really mentions it because you know, he's every inch a £65 million player who's, um, who, you know, him and Van Dijk have absolutely transformed this Liverpool team. And yet still so early in his Liverpool career, really, hmm. Becker. I, I just always thought <clears throat> the Liverpool goalkeeping position, you, you've got to have a bit of personality about you I mean I know he's got like all the technical things that you'd want from a goalkeeper but he's quite quickly you know from you could tell listen to the players that he, he sort of integrated into the dressing room and you know he's he's got a big presence and you know quite aside from from you know all the stuff that he, he brings to the team I just think you've, you've got to be able to, to make mistakes for Liverpool and, and overcome them pretty quickly and he, he did make a couple of mistakes in his first First few months, obviously the Leicester game, and then you could argue that the one against Man United, which he, he spills out in front of the cop. Oh, now, what's Alisson done? He's lost it to Ianacho. Gazal. But it was just like it was forgotten within ten minutes. The way you know the way he reacts, and you know, he, I, I just think he's been incredible. He's he's the best goalkeeper I've seen play for Liverpool since since well since nineteen ninety. I guess. I mean that that's sort of my. That that's my starting point in terms of memory, which is obviously not a great starting point really because I can't even, I can't remember the last title. But I, I just think he, he's got such a calming influence. And what what I, what I like about him most is is that you know he's not a particularly flash goalkeeper. I think people think because he's good at the ball, with the ball at his feet, you know that that makes you know, he, he makes the standard saves consistently. You know he, he did that in the world in the World Cup Championship last week and. Yeah, for me, he's got to be him. I mean, John Coleman, for such a tender age, there virtually hasn't anything he didn't win in terms of personal accolades yeah. in the past year. But what do you look for specifically, do you think? Where does he stand out? Uh, I mean, to be honest, Liverpool are that good at the moment, you know. There's a gulf now between Liverpool and Man City. I mean, I know Leicester have done really well to get into a situation where they're challenging, but there's, there's only there's only the top two now. It's It's gone like Celtic Rangers now, really. And... Best will in the world. Liverpool and Man City don't really need to keep it. They need a downfield player. And, and that's what they've got with him. You know, that's what they've got with him. The way he's so, so calm on the ball, which really, really impresses me, the way he joins in as a footballer. Mm. So if you want to keep the ball at the back or you want to go out one side to do that quickly, 
he's not flustered. He passes it out really well. What I really like about him is that he, every now and again, if he gets put in a situation where he goes, I can't go anywhere with this, he just boots it into the stands. No problem. Quick decision maker. Yeah, yeah. Just make the decision. And, you know, I mean, a lot of football is about decision making, and his decision making is excellent. Um, I still thought initially, and I've still got this doubt about him, I think too much comes off him. I don't think he holds on to the ball enough. Um, but what I've noticed this season as he's come back is when he does parry it now, he's looking to get it out of play or get it really wide rather than the routine ones that he dobbed down into the into the by the penalty spot. So I think that's something that he's probably worked on himself, which, you know, that's one of the weaknesses I thought he had. So that he seems to be eliminating that. And I think just the presence about him being there, you know, and when he has being called upon he has he's delivered the goods a special mention for John Achterberg as well who's done so well uh, as the goalkeepers coach let's go into the into the back four that surely there's only one place to start at right back Simon <laughs> that's got to be Trent hasn't it I mean uh, uh, listeners may, may or may not know we're talking about this after the, the Leicester City game where again incredible performance I mean I, I was at the uh, the Villa game last month and I think it's always interesting to sort of gauge how a player is is viewed by other fans and other people around other football clubs and although I, I don't think it was a standout game for Trent there were just some passes that he made in that game where the people around me at the Villa press box were just like oh my god like this player is incredible you know what I mean and it, he does it, things it, a right back shouldn't basically, yeah does his he? passing his passing is just unbelievable I mean I I think it's on the same level of Gerrard's really is part the way he sweeps that ball. He very rarely gives the ball away, you know. Um, I, I just love watching him play. He's just so exciting to watch. And um, you know, Liverpool. I'm trying to think of the last, I suppose, the last decade. They've obviously had Glenn Johnson was 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 talking about um, uh, in one of the games last week against Flamengo. You know about you know he needs to improve on his defending, which is find quite interesting from Glenn Johnson. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's got to be in there. I mean, I I think he he's going to be go down eventually, providing he doesn't get injured as 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 one of the, the Liverpool greats. Really, he's he's on that path already. He's got such a massive influence on the team. You know, without it, when he's not there, I know people talk about sort of why Liverpool didn't win the league last season in the games that he missed. I remember that Leicester game at Anfield. Jordan Henderson got a lot of stick that night, but. You know, he's very, he's impossible to replace. You can't, you know, that level of ability and awareness that he's got. You know, he is playing, he's got the mind of a central midfielder playing a fullback and huge. Most influence, the most influential, age. yeah, the most influential fullback in, in world football. At the James, will, it, will he end up moving position at some point within his career? Uh, certainly not in the next couple of years, I don't think. Well, you know, you never know, you know, whoever comes in after Klopp, if, if he stays at Liverpool for mm. as long as we all hope he does, you know, never rule anything out. But I think, why would you move him? You know, he's so influential and the fullbacks are so key to Klopp's brand of football that he doesn't need to be in midfield to pull the strings and influence games and that demolition of Leicester City was the perfect example of that. And you know, it's hard to believe he's still only twenty one years of age. You know, there's a lot of twenty one year olds you know, knocking around in under twenty threes football, still trying to make the leap. This is a lad who's already played in, you know, back to back Champions League finals the World Cup for his country, been in the PFA team of the year. He did the Mbappe celebration, didn't he, after uh, his goal against Leicester and 
I think he's elevated himself to, to be mentioned in that, that same kind of bracket. It's quite the caliper, isn't it? Right, so Trent Alexander-Arnold at right back and obviously at left back. I think Andy Robertson might just beat Alberto Moreno into that position. <laughs> John Coleman, just well, you, talk you, about you, the you, values of the, the different players. You're looking at your fullbacks. Are they fullbacks? You know, you're saying, will he change position? Well, did he change position? You know, mm. they, they play as two wingers. You know, Robertson and... and um, Trent Alexander Arnold plays two wingers. There's no, there's no dispute in that. They, they, they got so far forwards. I think the stats going back about three weeks ago. So I don't know whether it's changed. But the most, the person who's had the most touches in the Premiership this year was Trent Alexander Arnold. The one who was number two behind him was Andy Robertson. So you know, for such a young age to to have as many touches in the Premier League more than anybody shows you how influential they are in the game. I still don't think either of them can defend properly. And I'll still have my hands on them. <laughs> if they were down the Aki training ground, would they be talked through you know, defending, you know, would we, they? We can't play like that. You know, we yeah. can't play as expansive as Liverpool because we haven't got the, the players. Do they need to well, that's, that's, learn more well, of that element? Well, they, I certainly think they do because mm. eventually, you know, it won't all be roses. There's no dispute in what they do going forward, you know, for the chances that they create. But you've got to spot your weaknesses and develop them, and I think that they will do. Right, so far we've had three of the current first team. Let's move to uh, two centre-halves. So, obviously, if anyone's got a, a difference of opinion, just chip in. Um, Simon, where, where do you go for your, your centre-back pairing for the, for the last decade? Uh, well, for me, I think it's it's got to be Virgil van Dijk. And it's tricky, the other... The other I mean, do, do we need to discuss van Dijk? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's obviously... <laughs> he's been the most influential player... At Liverpool since Gerrard, maybe on the same level as Gerrard, you know, just in terms of without him, I don't think the team has that level of confidence. Maybe he could miss a few games now and the team would, would be fine. But I just I just think, you know, there's a before and after with him and um, he's been incredible. The other player, it's a tricky, I mean, people might laugh at this, but... So what I, th- I, th- I, think he can, I think he can put, I think he, I think he can obviously put massive Carragher or even... Aga? Lovren, um, I wouldn't say I'd say I'd say Lovren would be a candidate, and I would say Skirtle as well because he did have two or three decent seasons at the start yeah, of the decade. I, I think he did. He, he got Player of the Season, didn't he under yeah, under was, Kenny, which a was a bad season, season. Yeah. and then he had a really good season under Brendan when they nearly won the title. So it wasn't all as bad as people like to think, and I, I didn't think he was quite as bad as people thought. But that was just my view. Uh, if he was to ask me who, just. I probably I, th- I think because there's a debate on that, it just shows you how much we were craving for the centre yeah, half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and any centre half, as it happens now, we've got like a godlike person centre half in in Van Dijk. And I had this conversation a couple of months ago. He will go down as the greatest player in the Pools, Italy. He'll he'll surpass Gerard, which for me I thought was unthinkable. Cause Virgil Van Dijk. He will, will eventually, go down as he, the greatest he, player he will, in Liverpool. He history. will eventually, yeah. Because if he stays from the five or six years, which you know all the signs are that he will, he will because of the influence he's had. Now, I... In a much better team yeah, than Steve. Exactly. Well, he's made in a much better team. But I, I'm going to sound well, like yeah. a moaning mini again here now. But, <laughs> but I don't think he's been as good this year as what he was last year, Van Dijk. I think he's he's ambled a little bit in games. Got caught out a couple of times. Um, I think I think it's it's got a little bit too easy for him, to be fair. But mm. he could have the big... I mean, everyone who knows me arguing about football, how much I think about Steven Gerrard and the influence he's had on Liverpool. And I honestly think this fella could surpass it. He's certainly going to be the best centre-half we've ever had. Mm. 
Um, and then he could he could come on to be the best player. Someone's stolen John Coleman's Christmas presents by the, <laughs> the, the, the sound of it. I, oh, I, he's one to improve. He's one to improve. I agree with John. I don't think he has been quite as good this mm. season, but it's not like there's been a dramatic dec- you know, decline or anything. But you just, just some games, it, it is so easy for him, isn't it? And I, I think in the last sort of couple of weeks, Joe Gomez has, has stepped up and has actually probably been, you know, just, just as good in the last in the last few games anyway, I, I would say. You know, but I, I, well, Lovren turns on a couple of yeah, good performances yeah. as well. I isn't think, it? but then, then that come back to Van Dyke makes everyone around him better as well because yeah, he uses this class and composure that that rubs off. On, you know, but that's how much it. we were craving to yeah. become to take the next step to become a top team. Yeah. Now we are a top team now, but where were we a top team three or four years ago? We, we, no. we, tried, we were desperately trying to break into that top two. Yeah. Now I think we are. We're there by rights, and and I think the big key. As being the reassurance of a good goalkeeper and the reassurance of a good centre half. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I think Carragher just about for me. He squeezes in, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. Just because I, I think even though his peak years were probably just before this decade started, I think he'd have Van Dijk to do his running in this team, so he'd, he'd be alright. I'd, I'd put Daniel Agerin just from the purest point of view. I just like the way he connected with the ball. Classy player, but just never played. I wonder mm. how many games he probably played consecutively. <laughs> probably isn't a, a long record. That, that was is an it? odd stat about yeah. Lovren, not. He hasn't played 10 games on the spin, has he? Mm. Has he? And that's the problem yeah. with centre-half. Right, let's get to the yeah. midfield then. Uh, so let's choose three in a midfield. James, kick him off. Are we choosing three what? or two? I'm going with a 4 Are you going two, for two, four, are you? Two, three, All right, one. that's fine. The, um, of Steven Gerrard. Has to, yeah, speaks for himself. On. And then, I think the other one's tricky. I, I, I did this team of the decade for the Athletic about two months ago now, and I went with Fabino just because in such an attacking team, um, and I thought Fabino over the last 12 months undoubtedly proved he is the best holding midfielder in the world but it was a toss up between him and Jordan Henderson and um, that was a, that was the most difficult one in the whole So Jordan spent 10 season. years at the football club <laughs> developed himself yeah. come yeah. through thick and tough times This, this to is all the, so the we can get that with Lewis Flores in the team He shares his formation to get Lewis Flores in the team Without doubt Fabinho's world class isn't he? Yeah, but, yeah he hasn't got the longevity yeah. he hasn't been but you know, well, but you've got it. Was he? He was not the start of his career at Liverpool. No, no. I mean, mm. he, he was eased in very gently, wasn't he, by Klopp? Yeah. Because I'll, he needed time to adjust. And are we actually choosing a team based on balance or a team based on what they've achieved while they've been there? Because it would be Henderson, wouldn't it? Yeah. I would say. But if you want actual say. balance for what is going to be ahead no, of them, there's no guidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just choose yeah. who you like. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it would be Henderson for me. I, I just sort of, I, I love his story. The fact that you know that he's had mm. to trudge through so much. So, so many problems and some people's yeah. opinions about him and he's proven a lot of people wrong and he's now, you know, he's <laughs> could end up being the most successful captain in Liverpool's history, potentially, if he, if he, if he ends up, you know, playing for the next two or three seasons because I, I just think this team's going to go on and on. Um, and, you know, I, I was delighted for him in the Champions League final because I know how... How difficult it's been, as John said, it's never always a bed of roses yeah. at Liverpool. People yeah. think, you know, there will be challenges here and there. And I think, you know, if you look at his career, I think it's because he's become sort of the nearly man, hasn't he? Liverpool have, before before this season or last season, they'd lost everything there was to lose. You know, they become a team that loses finals, a team that falls short. Mm. And, and I think he became associated with that, whereas now he's turning, you know, perceptions around the team and himself. Henderson, runs away from Gundogan. And Bravo, does it get there? A Liverpool score again! Sadio Mane on hand to turn home Jordan Henderson's cross! For, for that reason, I, I put him He's in. He's a great leader, yeah. but uh, I mean, I still go back to when, when we lost the league, everyone says when Gerrard slipped. We lost the league when he got suspended. 
you know, and and that was a a real body blow for Liverpool losing yeah. him in mid, in midfield for, for the for the last couple of games. So uh, he'd definitely be there. But the one I I, I people don't uh, or underestimate the impact Milner's had. I think Milner yeah, is an yeah, absolute yeah. top pro, and he knits things together at Liverpool. So for me, both of them are being both of them and Gerard are being that that story when you you, you had a game against. Liverpool at Melbourne. Oh yeah, we played we played Liverpool in a bounce game. They, they, it just when he retired from the England duty, um, James Milner and the ones who who hadn't gone away in international duty, we played them in a in a friendly when I was managing Rochdale. And it, just being on the touchline and and then being a yard away bombing up and down, it, it, the the impact he had on the rest of the players, which mm. quite a young team they had against us that day. But it was breathtaking. His work rate, his absolute ability to pass balls, um. And until you get it up so close to see him and the influence he was having on other players, I thought this this lad's going to be a really really remarkable player for Liverpool. And if you think about it, is he got to be the, the best piece of business we've ever done? Really, really for for what they paid for nothing. You know, mm. you don't get many great players on frees, do you? You know, and, so. and he's up there. I mean, funnily enough, I I did the the pitch announcing for Liverpool Torino in the preseason friendly, and I sat next to James Miller, who was on the bench. And I, I had a preconceived idea of what he'd be like, and he, he spoke the whole game. He spoke like a manager, mm-hmm. and um, completely changed my perception of perhaps you know where he goes in the future. Oh, I, I think, think, I think he's no absolutely ingrained in him to be a to be a manager. I think there's no very intelligent, yeah, and, and sort of tactically talked through the whole game. Right, let, let's go to our uh, our three then. So <laughs> we we're saying Henderson and Gerrard, aren't we? Yeah. Would we'll agree with that? Oh, do you, do you want? You want to put yeah. Milner? You, yeah. you put Fabinho. You put Milner in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Special mention for Lucas. I'd, I'd have, I'd have Milner right. on the bench because he's won him on the pitch at the end of the game. I think we're not doing a bench. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> you can do special <laughs> mentions, no bench. Yeah. Right, let's go to the three then, Simon. It's a four. It's so it's a, it's a four two three one. We're doing four two three one. Four two three one. So James yeah. is changing the formation <laughs> halfway through. Go on. Yeah. yeah, I don't think James is reading his meekles to be honest. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the, the three is that the front three now basically. You know, uh, Salah, Firmino, Mane, mm. and. Does somebody want to reveal the centre forward? <laughs> I don't is that, know. I mean, is, is there any case for dropping any of those three and, and squeezing a well, Coutinho in? Or I think I think no. people are forgetting Coutinho, but. You know, I think people forget Sterling. Yeah, I think Sterling's yeah. an absolute yes. top player. Lovely ball for Raheem Sterling. Can he finish here? He can. That's brilliant. What a start for Liverpool. He's not. He, he, has, imp- he has improved yeah. since he's since he's left Liverpool. Well, he didn't have the finish, did he, at Liverpool? Mm. No, he but, didn't have but, that but final he, bit. He, but now he's he'd get into Liverpool team now. Would you have mm. him in ahead of any oh, of the front three? Hundred percent. Yeah. Who would he? Who would he get in? Place? Well, you always you always say, oh, well, who will he get in? Who would he replace? Well, you you don't just go out with an eleven, do you? So he'd definitely get into our squad. Yeah, yeah. And, and at times... I don't at think he'd times, get in the start 11. Oh, he would for me, yeah. Would he, yeah? Yeah, oh, I think he's a fantastic player. Sorry, who would you replace with who, Raheem who Sterling? I, who would I replace? Yeah. Well, um, you're gonna, I'm going to hit you now with Firmino. But. Oh. Firmino. Oh, there you go, big decision. Mm, yeah. I, I, I think he's a much better player now than he was when he left Liverpool. And I yeah. definitely have him back at Liverpool, even you know with all the stuff that's gone, gone on. But, but we were talking before about Salah. If there's one player who's going to leave, you know, maybe you'd put him in instead. It wouldn't be a bad replacement, would he? I think it, you'd be getting him in his peak years rather than the player that he was then. But that said, I'd say we're picking players based on what they've done for Liverpool 
And you know that that one seat, you know the Salah, and the size of the influence Salah, they had. I mean, Salah scored a winning goal in a champion. Well, sorry, a goal in a Champions League final mm. and broken all sorts of records. So I don't think you could leave him out of this team. I never you? said leave Salah. No, well, I, I was just proposing the idea that <laughs> no, no, but I, I know what you're saying, and, and he he would be more of a natural person. I mean, I, I'm splitting there saying for me, you know, you, the, the the harsh reality is you wouldn't want a, a direct swap for any of them, but I'd like us to have a better choice of maybe five for three instead of just having mm. three for three mm. because you know that can everything can change in a week in football you know you can mm. lose three players in a week and then all of a sudden you're not as strong as what you what you've you've seemed to think you are in the past um and you know the the, the season the, the, the season he had with liverpool when you know they had storage and swallows uh it was unbelievable unbelievable you know the yeah. goal he kicked the score against man city when we, you know, we won an on-field the season just, I, I think he's a fantastic player. Sensational. A uh, case for Raheem Sterling that I mentioned for Philippe Coutinho, um, but I think the, the current front three obviously squeezes it. So the final name on our list is Suarez. Yeah, you don't, because you he's different class. Yeah, isn't yeah, he? yeah. I know, you know people are, people are or heart back to you know, he didn't exactly cover himself in glory, did he? In the, the tie against Liverpool for mm. Barcelona back back last season, but it doesn't that doesn't take away from what what it, you know he was. Have you ever seen players was, do the things he did no, on I think the that was pitch? The thing. He just got you off your seat. You know, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember being at Norwich when you know, he seemed to have some personal vendetta against mm. Norwich, and he? he just absolutely <laughs> battered them every time. And when he when he scored from the halfway line, and just all the Norwich fans around us in the press box just got up and applauded him. And you don't, you know, it's a rare talent that can, with mm. our tribal footballers these days, provoke that kind of reaction from from opposition fans. But yeah, he did. You know, you think about the goal from the ridiculous angle up at Sunderland. Um, I just, yeah, I think that wow factor that, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anyone as naturally gifted, but, and then combined with that ridiculous work ethic and will to win mm. that, of course, boiled over and got him into a lot of trouble at times. But Well, that will to win that we loved when he was a Liverpool player, but perhaps yeah. when, he, mm. when he went <laughs> elsewhere, Simon was well, I, I interpreted in a different way. I, I, I couldn't, the, Bar- the, the result, people talk about that Barcelona game, you know, based on the result, but I, I, I think that that was the night that Liverpool became a properly serious football club again, not just because of the result, but because of the way they handled Suarez. It was like, you know, the fans were like, all right, you've had your fun now. You know, you're going to get absolute dog's abuse, which he did get. And I think it actually affected his game that yeah. night. It really, he, he wasn't the same player well, when he, the fans done, turned he'd on He'd done him. the press conference the day before, hadn't he? And he'd, yeah. he'd said, I know I'm going to get a fantastic ovation. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Love really, me really. But I think he probably understands they were the rules of engagement. He was yeah. acting the way he was. And so we were like, well, you know, you're going to you're gonna get it back in your face now. Um, I, I, I just, I loved watching him play. I think there was a period, wasn't it, when it, it did feel like, you know, the... The match ticket should have been Luis Suarez featuring Liverpool. You know what I mean? That that's the way it was, wasn't it? For the time, and, uh, as great as he was, though, he didn't win anything. I know he didn't. No, no, and he I, didn't. You yeah. know, do you, do you want artistic impression or do you want? Well, do you want? Do you want hard facts results? Yeah. And Barcelona might say the same about the Champions League yeah. for the past few years with him. But he's he's a fantastic player. There's no getting away from that. And some of the goals he scored were just ridiculous, to be honest. Like. But I think he's the Liverpool player who's, who's missed the most games without getting sent off, isn't he? Um, mm. Which was a flaw, <laughs> massive flaw. He's in your eleven, though, is he, John? He'd have to be, yeah. He'd have yeah. to be. Yeah, he, he's just can you control t- him as a manager? T- 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 as in, I, d- I don't mean the temperament. I mean, can you actually I tell him what to, to do? To. I think you've got to try to, you know. And I think you don't want to. You don't want an inhibitor. You don't want to take away that fourteen nasty. Because he is horrible, isn't he? Let's, let's get it. He is absolutely horrible. But you love that. You love having an horrible player, but you've got to channel that. 
And if you channel it right, you've got a you've got a top player. Our team of the decade. So just about concluded players who narrowly missed out because people will say, "Oh, did they come into the um, this last ten years?" Hoopier left in two thousand and nine. Alonso did Mascherano two thousand and ten. So actually, they mm. they missed the cut off. Uh, but I think we've got a pretty good eleven and probably bodes well for the next decade as well. When we do this in ten years' time. Might just be the current team again. You never know, one or two editions. John Coleman, thank you very much. Simon Hughes, of course. James Pierce. Loads more brilliant Liverpool stuff on The Athletic. Uh, head there now. And, of course, you'll find all the articles you need and all the podcasts that uh, hopefully you'll enjoy if you're a massive Liverpool fan. We'll see you next time. Thank you.